Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. It's Christine, and I am back with an update to let you know that the trailer for Private Affairs Season 2 is dropping next week. Yes. So if you haven't already followed Private Affairs on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else that you're listening to this on, make sure you do that now so that you don't miss out on the trailer. For today's bonus episode, I've got the Q&A responses. So thank you so much to everyone who sent in their questions. And helping me out with the Q&A is Tinto, the host of the Feeling Station podcast. If you haven't heard of the Feeling Station, do yourself a favor and check it out. I've put the link in the episode notes. So thank you to Tinto for helping out with this episode. Now let's get into it. I was tempted to say welcome to the feeling station. Then I realized, oops, no, this is not my thing. This is the private <laughs> affairs podcast. Get it right, dude. <laughs> it's a takeover. It's a takeover. So you're most welcome. Uh, you're clearly an artist at heart and an incredible creative at that as well. And the numerous ways that I feel you may have been able to make this uh, romantic dramedy. That's a tongue twister for me, by the way. Uh, to come to life, right? I'm sure you could have done it as a blog because you're incredibly good at writing. You could have done a mini YouTube series. Why did you choose podcasting? I feel like podcasting chose me. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, Private Affairs started out as a blog, even though Mm. I didn't know that it was Mm. going to evolve into a podcast. You know what I mean? So, back in 2014, that's when I started writing about my dating escapades in Melbourne. So, one of the stories from the blog kind of just stuck with me over years. I couldn't Mm -hmm. get it out of my head. And it was something that I wanted to explore more, but I just didn't know how or when. So cut to 2018, there was a podcasting ideas commissioning contest thing that was happening. Mm -hmm. I did not have an idea at that stage. It was my sister who actually said, why don't you turn your blog into a podcast? Mm. And I said to her, boo, no one wants to listen to that. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. But I literally had no other ideas, right? So I was like, okay, let me just try narrate a story from the blog. Mm -hmm. See what it sounds like. Add a few sound effects here and there. Like, is Mm -hmm. this a dumb idea or whatever? Mm -hmm. So I did that and I was like, hey, actually, this is not too bad. I submitted got rejected, continued to submit to different contests, called emailing people, you know, trying to pitch people, DMing people, tweeting at people, being like, hey, I have this idea for a podcast. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. Nothing. Zero, you know. But every time I was getting rejected, I kept on iterating on the idea. So it started out as nonfiction, memoir, mm-hmm. sort of like audiobook style. 
Mm-hmm. And then it eventually evolved into a full cast audio drama fiction podcast, right? Nice. So yeah, there's been a lot of learning throughout that process. One of the contests that I submitted to was the Google Podcast Creator Program, mm-hmm. the first year that they were running it. Yeah. And my pitch didn't make it through to like, you know, being selected, but we got through to semi-final round. Ooh, and nice. I thought, you know what? That's not too bad for a contest open to the world. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah. bad at all. You can only imagine how many how many other people submitted. Exactly, yeah. right? But it was a big turning point for me because going through that process, that's how I actually learned how to write pitches properly. Mm-hmm. Because they did a webinar on how to answer the questions in the applications, giving examples of like, this is what good looks like. Right. So I took all those learnings, you know, I realized that, hey, if I'm going to make this podcast, it's probably mm-hmm. going to be by myself, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not going to find a producing partner, but maybe all I need is money. So that's when I started pitching to grants organizations. Many of them said no, but Creative Victoria came back and said yes. Now, so that meant I got funding for part of the -hmm. budget. So I had to decide, do I give the money back and say, sorry, I I couldn't raise the rest, so I can't do the project? Or do I take the money and just roll with it and figure it out? And that's what I did took the money mm. i was like you know what by force this podcast is coming out you know i'll put my <laughs> own money into it i'll do whatever it takes but it's happening whether the podcast wants it or not it is happening so did that mean you had to dip into some of your savings to make yeah. it come to life was that a difficult decision to make I wouldn't say it was difficult it was a scary decision yeah. but yeah. i felt that It had to be done. Call it my intuition, call it God, call it the universe. Something in my heart was saying, I need to do this now. Yeah. Yeah. And people are clearly hooked onto the podcast. I've seen the comments and then we got to the point where everybody's like, season one has ended and come on, Kicks, you can't do that to us with that level of cliffhanger, (laughs) right? That is too much. But there's a series of questions that went out to people. So this first question is, who or what motivates you? And also, what is up with Taff at the end of season one? I'll start with the second question. With Taff, you're going to have to wait until season two to hear what's up with Taff. But yeah, we're actually going to get to know him a little bit better. So yeah, so I'm excited for that. The first question, who or what motivates me? So yeah, you know, I think motivation is such an interesting word, you know, because I don't feel motivated all the time. So for me, it's actually deeper than a motivation. It's more like a a calling, Mm -hmm. a, a belief. So like, I believe like this story is a gift that's been given to me that Mm -hmm. I'm required to share. Another thing is the impact. So there are Mm -hmm. a lot of trials that I go through with trying to make this podcast happen and all of that. Yeah. But thinking about how it's going to impact people, and I hope that it will help some people feel seen, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I also hope that it will help people or help us collectively as society critically think about some of our cultures, our beliefs, with nuance as well. So that's another thing that motivates me. But if I'm talking about people who inspire me, Mm -hmm. I have to talk about 
Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, She's yes. actually the reason I started writing back in 2014 after having read her book, Americana. Yeah. So that book for me, it really just, yeah, it really touched me. Like I identified so much with Ifemelu, the protagonist, mm -hmm. who also, like if you've read the book, Ifemelu wrote a blog, right? So that was the inception of the idea right. of starting a blog. Yeah. So yeah, it's beautiful writing that she approaches in an intelligent way, mm -hmm. but it's approachable and it's well thought out. It's nuanced. It's not, you know, black and white. It's just, yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. So she's definitely up there in terms of people who inspire me, but there are heaps of people. No, I think that's a really important thing to point out because for a lot of people, we think things happen naturally, but there's always some source of inspiration. And, mm -hmm. and it's nice to know where you got your inspiration for this podcast. And that leads me to question number two. How is season two coming along and when is it out? I could add myself here, right? Tinto is asking <laughs> the same question. When is season two coming out? Okay, so uh, season two is coming out early 2023. How it's going is it's, it's going it's going difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's going challenging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think compared to season one, yes. season two is definitely an uptick in terms of degree of difficulty mm -hmm. to execute. So the story, I think, is more complex. It's um, more layered, which is great. Mm -hmm. But to get that to translate in audio, the execution of that is quite challenging, yeah. I'm finding. It almost sounds like you're setting us up for season three by talking about how layered season two is. <laughs> you're going to have to wait and see. <laughs> oh, no, I hate that. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question number three, and this comes from, from two people, so it's kind of integrated into one. Mm -hmm. And what they're asking is, will our edges stay intact this season because <laughs> season one, boy. And then part two, the question is, can we expect an entanglement in season two when it pops off? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say whether there are going to be any entanglements, okay? Yeah. But there's definitely going to be complexity. Yeah. We're definitely going to see different sides of people. Mm -hmm. And I think people will be surprised. Yeah. We go deeper. Yeah. You know, I could almost answer what the first person says, asking will our edges stay intact in this season? I think your answer <laughs> there is no. <laughs> um, question number four, are there plans for more content? Not just a podcast, but even visual content. Um. I have a list of things that I would like to do in mm -hmm. life, things that I would like to create. Uh, yeah. No solid plans. At the moment, I'm really focusing on getting this podcast done, but mm -hmm. I am open to it. And one of the most popular questions that I get is this question around visual content. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm open to it. I've never done visual content, so mm -hmm. that would be... A whole different world, I guess. But, you know, with the right partners, yeah. with the right team. Yeah, I think I'd be open to it. That is exactly what's in the next question, which reads, as the Shonda Rhimes of Australia after <laughs> podcast, do you want to do TV or film work? And I think you've you've answered that. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's you know, a hectic title, eh? Like, it's, it's, it's a hectic title, as but the, funny As the enough, Shonda Rhimes... <laughs> I actually think it's it's very befitting because of what you've been able to to achieve with this. 
It, it almost feels I like mean, a natural progression. You know, do you want to do TV or film work? I'm interested in writing. Yeah. So whether that's writing for audio, writing for screen, writing a book. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that there is scope for that. That leads me to the next question around the themes that you describe in the podcast overall. To what extent are these a reflection of you as the producer? How much of you I mean, is in this whole mm, podcast? It's a difficult question for me to answer <laughs> because mm-hmm. sometimes I put in viewpoints that I don't agree with yeah. right, oh. in the podcast. Coming from another character or sometimes even V herself. It, it would be a boring podcast if everyone agreed with each other all the right. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's why it feels like, yes, there is a lot of me in there, Mm -hmm. but also it's sometimes it's it's more a reflection of me sort of like wrestling with opinions or viewpoints that differ from my own. Right. And I think it helps the the podcast come more to life because you have those conflicting views. I think it comes out quite nicely. And then the last question that I have is, is this where Christine's passion lies or there's more to it? Deep questions, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Okay. Short answer is yes. It's what I'm passionate about. But Mm -hmm. it's a culmination of different interests and skills that I've grown over time. So we talked about Mm -hmm. the writing, right? 2014. After writing my blog, I started uh, writing weekly for an online magazine. Oh, yeah. Right. So writing think pieces and that. From there, I pivoted into um, making a podcast. So Private Affairs is actually my second podcast. So mm. some time back, yeah, I did a podcast with my sister. So that was more chat cast interviews. Yeah, yeah. But that's where I actually learned how to develop an ear for audio. Yes. It's how I learned how to edit. It's how I learned how to host, how to interview people. And then I got into radio. So now I'm working on what? Music curation. So... Mm. In a way, private affairs is the culmination of all of those things coming together. So Mm -hmm. in one way or another, yes, I am passionate about this. But passion, I think, can be a trick word because sometimes it has the connotation of like, if you're passionate about something, you're supposed to get pleasure from it all the time. For me, not every task that I do in the work that I do is pleasurable, right? But I don't seek pleasure I seek impact. So I say I'm passionate because I do the thing despite the challenges, the pain, uh, the days when you don't feel motivated. I still do it. Why? Because it matters to me and I think it's worth it. So in Mm -hmm. that way, yes, you can say I'm passionate. Amazing. Well, that's all we have time for. It's been great chatting to you and I wish you nothing but continued success with the podcast. I'm heavily invested. I know a number of people that are heavily invested too. And to another award in 2023. I believe and I'm confident it's going to happen. Ah, thanks so much, Tinto. I just want to say thank you to everyone for supporting the podcast. And thank you for your patience. I know you guys have been waiting and I I want it to be good. So, yeah. yeah. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, Instagram is at Private Affairs Pod and Facebook as well. Twitter at Private Affairs P. And you can also send voicemails now. 
So Ooh, nice. yeah, visit privateaffairspod.com. It's all through the browser. Super easy awesome. to do. Incredible work, Kicks. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.